Lights, camera, action. Welcome to the finale of Movie Madness Season 1 in association with Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett, Keenan Bonner. I'm not quite as always, but joining us today <laughs> is Sean Shute. It has all come down to this. Superbad, Anchorman, Wedding Crashes and The Hangover. A winner will be crowned tonight and we reveal the winners of our individual awards as well as confirming Season 2. So we'll have an announcement on that as well. How's everyone doing? Are we feeling pumped? This is what you came for. This is it. It is. I mean, we were planning to have some celebrity guests, but Boris has put the lockdown in. We can't get people in the building, so no crowd. It's affecting all of us. Sean's as good as that these days, so... He is, but when you look at our MVP a female list, we could have had some better company than Sean, <laughs> I dare say. <laughs> the final anyway. four. It's been a fairy tale ride for some. Well, this is the thing, so... To kick us off, I thought we'd look back at the bracket, starting way back from May the 7th, when the number one seed, Bruce Almighty, was set to tackle our lowest-ranked film in Sex Drive. We set the pace in week one. We had an upset all the way back in week one. And to kind of clarify where we were around that time, while we were sharing our appreciation of Ezekiel, and were quite harsh on Clark Duke, admittedly, it was a sign of the times because Sean dipped out early for a Zoom quiz. So we were really right in the midst. In the thick of the pandemic. Of the early lockdown. semi <laughs> um, finalist Superbad started his campaign in week two with a W over Talladega Knights, shake and bake. Week three, we had the Sean Williams Scott Derby and we also realised that role models hadn't aged quite as well as we'd first hoped. Another upset in week four when Borat found himself like LeBron in Cleveland after Kyrie left. Azamat was his only support and he really needed a JV <laughs> or a coaster on his arm. Azamat. <laughs> he got overlooked in some of the award categories, I'd well, say. I mean, his take on the Kazakh National Anthem was good, but it didn't stand a chance next to the Project X soundtrack. And ultimately, us picking Project X to beat Borat is what landed us our interview with JB, which we'll talk about a little later. We had another upset in week five. The fairy tale began as Donnie Berger and that's my boy took the mantle and dispatched Liar Liar. <laughs> we were worried about how Sean was going to feel after how he reacted to Sex Drive. We got the same director going in for that's my boy. He was shacked up with TK at the time. We were worried about how this was going to go down. He did enjoy it. And Keenan's impressions entered our lives as well for the first time yeah. with Donnie Berger. Probably, probably my, my best one as well. It was excellent. Yeah, there's we still have... a Byron wants a Christopher Walken one, but <laughs> I think he makes an appearance in some other film, so maybe. We had um, the scoring criteria came into play as Tropic Thunder snuck past Pineapple Express. It was like how the Americans look back on um, Dan Henderson against Michael Bispin, where the knockdowns make you think and the damage to Bispin that he should have won, but. When it goes to the judges, the criteria is there for a reason. Tropic Thunder did sneak past originality being one of the main factors. 
Uh, it didn't feel right, but that's how it goes. Final finish rest got to learn. You can't leave it in the judges' hands. You've no, got to go out and take it. Of, it's one of the few films where uh, I think we were near unanimous on what we preferred, but it didn't come away with the victory, so... The that's, what the score, that's what the scorecards are there for. We then met the legend of JB. We spoke to him for over two hours about everything from Bernie to the bang bus. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Gilmore had a rough ride against Dumb and Dumber as Jim Carrey even the score with uh, Adam Sandler. We then met Tony Orlando. Zoom played its first tricks on us as I couldn't get the recording going and then came back to him telling you about his favourite little places in England. So... That was a nice little treat for us to walk into. Big man, shout, shout out Scarborough. Yeah, he's, he's one of the main. Uh, <laughs> he's one of our main guests that really does. Whenever I put anything out to share that interview, he's just as proud of it as we are. He shares it every single time, whether I tag him or not. Shout, shout so, out his absolute spice of a daughter as well. <laughs> hopefully, he doesn't listen. I, love, I think I, that's I, disrespectful. I love you, Tony. <laughs> Uh, we had a real close one the following week when Anchorman snuck past Steve Carell and the 40-year-old virgin. The less said about that closing scene, the better, I think. Chris Williams then joined us as our next guest, uh, told us about life in a titty bar with uh, King Vince. <laughs> now, one of my personal favourites, Harold and Kumar, that took out Ted in the Battle of the Stoner movies in yet another week where Sean didn't actually turn up for us, so... That was one there. Uh, I was out making moves. You were making no moves. I think you said (laughs) you had a new job and so you needed a couple of days rest afterwards. That was true. Step Brothers took out 21 Jump Street in the Rob Riggle derby. Our appreciation of side characters continued with Derek and we spent about 40 minutes reeling off just about every quote in the film. Uh, We shared a mutual love of Wedding Crashes next. It was another week where Sean decided not to join us. But uh, we spoke about weddings in general, managed to prompt TK to give us uh, the story of his dad witnessing a jilting, which uh, never goes amiss. And we had a good old chat about what we do and don't like about weddings there. So that was a good one. Uh, we all realised how long Bridesmaids was the following week um, <laughs> as we then rewatched it as it went against game night. But it was a chance to hear some more Wilson Phillips we then had maybe one of our highlights of our time so far as we sat down with David Dobkin, the man himself behind Wedding Crashes. We broke the news about Nicolas Cage nearly replacing Will Ferrell and sent the internet into madness as we broke that news. <laughs> we had one of our best episodes. Yeah, exactly. We had one of our best episodes after that with hangover quotes being reeled off. Keenan decided to keep himself contained with his thoughts on Shaun of the Dead while laying out some passive-aggressive thoughts every so often. <laughs> hey, oh, it could have been a lot worse. Josh Zuckerman then joined us to talk about sex drive and confirmed that Seth Green is a really great guy. Dodgeball tackled White Chicks and Terry Crews to go through to the next round. Scary Movie then went to war with Austin Powers in what was a low-key affair and actually <laughs> enforced the wild card round, which... Came to nothing because Scary Movie did still stay strong. So <laughs> it did charm us a bit, though. Me and TK, after 20 minutes, thought, what have we let ourselves in for? And then you can only take so many groovy babies before it gets you on side. <laughs> I then had the despair of Knocked Up and the lack of appreciation it received from uh, the rest of you, which does still hold me, actually. Um, 
But since then, we've spoken to Steve Pink about Hot Tub Time Machine. We spoke and growth point blank. We've spoken to John Heater about Napoleon Dynamite. We've spoken to J.B. Rogers about American Pie 2, although we still don't know why Oz didn't make it to the wedding. And three weeks later, here we are with the final four. So four months on, hell of a ride, but it comes down to four films. It's crazy that it's been four months. Also, like, I don't, I don't, I'd forgotten some of these interviews. We've, yeah. we've, we've done well for ourselves already since May. We had an emotional um, little trip down memory lane, that. Yeah, oh, we'll confirm nice. our next bracket um, at the end of the episode, which, not to detract from any of our guests we've had so far, we do think it's going to be a little harder to confirm some of the ones that we've attempted, but we're still going to do some comedy interviews. We've got a couple coming this week. We've got some next week. And then we'll be preparing, I can confirm now, the bracket we do start will be put on pause in December as we are going to decide the best Christmas movie for people over the age of 18. So doesn't rule out Home Alone could still be timeless and could be ageless, but it could be the night before, could be Office Christmas Party. Depending on what you think, I may have to watch Love Actually for the first time because I've never seen it. But How have you never seen Love Actually? Film. And we'll have to make a decision between us whether we feel that Dial is a Christmas film or not and whether that enters that little bracket. So Yeah, that's Christmas. The whole of December, that's what we're going to be on. Me and Keenan, we can confirm now. I've already spoken with Devin Rutray from Home Alone and we've got some great stories about Joe Pesci having his head shaved, sticking it <laughs> on a, a 13-year-old kid because he didn't have to have his hair cut at the time and showed that, <laughs> that nothing's off limits with him. And Keenan offended our guest by saying that he would kick his pet six feet into the air. So that's a slight exaggeration, but nonetheless, <laughs> it wasn't his. Spider from Home Alone. He was it... telling us just how much you liked it, and you said you put that in my hand. It's being booted six, six feet into the air. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> but it wasn't his pet, was it? At the point being, it was Bob. It was the the film, the Spider from Arachnoid, or Arachnid, whatever, whichever the film it is. It's not his pet, is it? It was Big Bob. It was a celebrating. It was his pet during filming, but hey, we won't drop spoilers. It's a big interview to come, so there we go. If you're ready now, I can reveal the results of the semi-finals, which is the first part of our episode here. Oh, Jesus. Just uh, loading them up so I can give you accurately, so... What are you trying to build suspense for? Yeah, this, is like, this is like waiting for Davina to say he's got a victim here. He's iced us. He's just... Exactly. And much like Emma Willis, I'm wearing trousers. So we got right. super bad I, I went all the way over my head. I have no idea what any of that meant. <laughs> she's... It's the trousers. She's more intimidating because she wears trousers. She does it on purpose. TK denies the theory, but it does bring... <laughs> no, it's true. I'm as confused by it as Keenan looks by when you initially said it. It brings a lot more assertion. I don't eat. I I have no comment. I don't even. I know who she is, but that's it. (laughs) Wow. She wears a lot of trousers. These lads apparently live in Victorian times, but women only wear skirts. They don't wear trousers. I know. I don't understand what you mean. Like. There we go. We are super bad against Anchorman first. I've got all your scorecards in. I'm the only one who knows the results, which is a burden to me. Can you tell us round by round? I will, but I'll give you the score just because you're not really going to process it as you go through anyway. So, Uh, yeah, okay. 
Superbad is through to the final with an 8-4 victory. Oh. Uh, it's, it's, our, it's our first round for a while, I think, where there was no ties. So no, no. We were all fairly We're all fairly together on uh, this. So category Superbad won. Uh, which did we prefer? Rewatchability. Uh, best quote. Best side character. Bigger impact. Best soundtrack, ending, and chemistry. And then the other way around, we had uh, most quotes went to Anchorman, best moment slash scene went to Anchorman, originality, and MVP. And we'll get on to our MVP awards after this little uh, interlude here. So Ron Burgundy could take the cake there. You never know. So that advances from the top half of our bracket. I can uh, confirm to you the, the, the path it took. So as I said, it started with Talladega Knights. It then knocked out Sex Drive in the second round. It then knocked out American Pie in round three. And then, as we've just said, it knocked out Anchorman in the semifinals. It's had no easy matches. That is a tough route. Couple of killers in there. Like Arsenal in 2017, would you say? No, I wouldn't say that. Everton in the third round. (laughs) Everton under... Martinez. Yeah, exactly. Can't defend. That's an FA Cup winner you're talking about. <laughs> now matter. we have our they, other They did win that FA Cup in the year they went down. So, I mean, the yeah. point about them struggling to defend probably always true. Hey, well, we have our second semi final wedding crashes against the hangover. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I can tell you, we were split from the start here because which did we prefer was a tie. <laughs> and we ended 7-4 in total oh, it's not that's not gone my way has it <laughs> oh no the hangover does take the W <laughs> on this occasion <laughs> I can run you through so we had a tie for um, which should we prefer Wedding Crashes took it in terms of rewatchability so if we had gone to a tiebreaker again then that was going to take the cake then most quotable, best quote, best moment slash scene all went to the hangover. Best side character went to the wedding crashes. Bigger impact went to the hangover. Originality went to wedding crashes. MVP soundtrack and ending went to the hangover. And then chemistry went unanimously in favor of wedding crashes. So, yeah, you can't really it. are. Can't really argue any of them either, can I? It's just they're all very. They're, I think that's actually Chem- literally how chemistry. I, it. I think chemistry is a tough one because it probably beats a lot of people in chemistry, but you can't be that. You can't be that duo, mate. Yeah. So I mean, the the path that Hangover took it started off against Shaun of the Dead. Um, <laughs> it, it was, but I mean, you ask people what they thought about it, and some some were saying that. The hangover was the underdog in that matchup. Not me. Yep. But yeah, some did. It then took on dodgeball in the second round, old school in the third round, which was our first whitewash, um, and then took out wedding crashes in the semifinals. That's just I will say, the film. <laughs> of, of all the matchups we've had here, for the only whitewash to be hangover against old school is cruel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it just shows. Well. It shows the strength of Hangover. It does. Yeah. I was just looking 
to see uh, if there was anything else I thought should have been a whitewash, but I think Dodgeball White Chicks came close from memory, but yeah, I think I'll there was one or that. two maybe that saved it. I think, did, did we give it soundtrack for a thousand miles? I'm not sure. It, it, it had something go through. So we have our final. We have Superbad against The Hangover. I don't think it's an unexpected finale. I think a lot of people, that was their pick from the top and bottom half of the bracket, particularly around our age group where there was no real nostalgia for some of the early ones. But it's a tough, tough matchup to call there. So we'll get into that a little later. What I'll do now, I'll take you through the winners of the awards because you don't know that yet either. And all of these awards will be confirmed as well on our Instagram later where I've got some nice graphics. I just need to do one for the winner to put on the front. So I'll take you through them because we do have some, we do have some good winners for these. I think you'll, uh, I think you'll be pleased. And if we go through them, we'll add a couple of comments onto each one rather than me just uh, hitting you off the bat. I know that it, we do seem to have a, a bit of dejection here with <laughs> that result. I've not seen too much out of McKenna's room's got darker for a start. <laughs> he turned the lights off. Honestly, you can't see him. I'm good. I'm feeling pretty dejected. I won't lie. Shoot, you don't, you don't, you don't want to see me right now, mate. You, I'm processing. I don't really do. I mean, I, I thought, as I said, I think those are two heavyweights you'd expect to see. It was a fairy tale run for wedding crashes. It's yeah, like when, it was. A, when a when a junior college gets to the final four of March Madness or something, it was a good run. Never, re- um, I didn't really expect Wedding Crashes to go out of the first round because I didn't I think mean, anyone. This is pre knowing how much TK loves the film, so I didn't know anyone else appreciated it. <laughs> we essentially me. we we could only force it through so many times before eventually. <laughs> I mean, I American Pie, school, American Pie was obviously up there as well. That that could have potentially got. They'll probably be disappointed they didn't get to the final. Yeah, I, yeah, I was, my, um, my scorecard had. American Pie beating Superbad, I'll confess. And my scorecard had Wedding Crashes beating Hangover. But this was um, maybe trying to force the agenda. I did give yeah. mine, I have to say, I think pretty much the scoring that you, Byron gave is, is pretty if, pretty much 7. No, mine was 7-5. Mine was pretty much bang on with that. You were both more objective than uh, I expected. It wasn't like Sean with um, Sex Drive. <laughs> I can confirm that much. I was, it, I was objective it's, for that. It's, it's been a concern of mine all week, especially after I put the poll out, because, I mean, season two, I was thinking that it, it, the impression that's been given, I think, in the past week is that I don't like wedding crashes. I'm a very <coughs> big fan of the film, just I prefer, just, I have other preferences than, sure. than what you two have. Trying um, to offer some balance. Yeah. So I, mean, I, think, I think if American Pie 2 was in the bracket, then I'd have been like that. We should have gone for that, but then we did agree we weren't having sequels. I think it was your idea not to have the sequels, you div. Yeah, that's what I said. But if if we were going to take them, American Pie 2 would have been them. But I thought it would have caused a bit more discourse as we go through. And American Pie, if you ask the question to most people, they do go for the first. So maybe we tried keeping people a bit too happy. You live and you learn, Keenan. It wasn't yeah. in the wedding, let me tell you. Oh, I've learned. I've learned. The more time I have to listen to you on these pods, the more this, the more that distaste grows. <laughs> disrespectful, very disrespectful. Correct. Correct. Intend, intended to be so. I'll give you a minute to think about that while I load these awards up because you're getting nasty. Yeah? <laughs> I'm genuinely excited for these awards. This, some of these could go anywhere. Yeah, so I'll tell you um, 
for those that don't know, we did it in like MVP style voting here. So we've got seven nominees for each one. And it was quite clear the way that our usual scoring goes. If I just said that and everyone picked their winner, we were probably going to have a tie in just about every single one. So everyone had to pick a first, second, and third. Three points for your first choice, one for your third choice, two for your second. And uh, we went about it that way. So we'll go from there. If we start with MVP male, the, the big the big one. Yeah, the contenders. So we had Dick Kelly from Dirty Grandpa. We had McLovin from Superbad. We had Coaster from Project Tex. We had Donnie Berger from That's My Boy, Alan from The Hangover, and Stifler from American Pie. I'll give you the top three of each one. So in third place, we had Alan from The Hangover. He amassed Ooh. five points. All right, all right. In, well, joint with the same amount of points, so third, second, was Donnie Berger, who came in second place. <laughs> yes. Big man. That is a fairy tale story. And uh, coming out on top with uh, two votes as uh, the number one pick was Steve Stifler as the MVP. So... Donnie Berger getting second place. and Sean that gave him a first place vote from memory yeah if it was the second i I probably would have watching it always frustrates me watching the first one because it's like you could have given him so much more but yeah probably loaded that vote haven't i there yeah it's just in the one film the only person that didn't get anything was coaster from project x um from dirty grandpa got a point McLovin got two third place votes and Ron Burgundy got a second place and a third place vote. So, big man, Ron. Yeah, got him in there. Had to. Can you imagine an awards ceremony where these boys turn up? Christ alive. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to have them in the building, but. There's that backstage. Um, if I give you the MVP female, then in second place, um, I just want to see if I can shuffle these up because it's hurting my eyes trying to arrange them. Without okay, so we had Vanessa Kensington from Austin Powers, we had Laurie Collins or Mila Kunis from Ted, we had Claire Cleary from Wedding Crashes, we had Lenore from Dirty Grandpa, we had Kate Beach from Dodgeball, Annie from Game Night, and Felicia from Sex Drive. In third place was Rachel McAdams with Annie from Game Night. Okay. In second place, what'd you say, Sean? Nothing, it is another. I thought you said who? Um, <laughs> are you giving it a lot of football fans? Uh, you are, who yeah. are <laughs> In second place was Claire Cleary from Wedding Crashes. Blimey. And in the top spot was Lenore from Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be fair, that's, that's <laughs> tough to argue with. The difference maker there was um, Claire Cleary had more first place votes. Um, yeah. I don't think we need a, a rocket scientist to say <laughs> who gave the two first place votes. There. <laughs> oh, she gave a great performance. <laughs> She's red hot in that film. Yeah, so do you know what the annoying part is? The annoying thing is, if it was me picking an MVP from that film in female, Mo would have been Ida Fisher. Yeah, yeah. She she would go in as my one. Well, the difference maker was that um, Lenore actually did get a vote from every one of us, um, ranging there was a first place, two second place, and a third place. So I think was I the first place? I'm pretty sure I put. I I can't remember. I was the second. So that's I was the third place. I'm sure of it because I had I had Annie second. I have Annie from Game Night going in at number two. 
So there's I put your, Felicia uh, in third just because I love Felicia. <laughs> My man, nothing wrong with that. Best side character then. Here we go. We now, have this. This is a red hot category, dear lord. <laughs> yeah. This is just there's just pure fire everywhere. Yeah, I wanted to vote for everyone here. This was not the fair. nominees we had here were um, Rick Peck from Tropic Thunder, Lush. Red from Pineapple Express, Derek Huff from Step Brothers, Ezekiel from Sex Drive, Chaz Reinhold from Wedding Crashes, Patches O'Houlihan from Dodgeball, and NPH from Harold and Kumar. That's a murderer's row. In in third place, we had Derek from Step Brothers received two second place votes. In second place, we had Ezekiel from Sex Drive. <laughs> I think I know who's first. Votes and a first place vote. And in first place was Chaz Reinhold <laughs> from Wedding Crashes. The meatloaf. <laughs> it was... Um, Three first place votes and a third place vote. So I wonder who was the third place vote. Well, Ezekiel was my first pick, and uh, NPH was my second pick. NPH <laughs> also featured on my list. We had the same top three then, Byron, just a different way around. Yeah, the first place is getting them three points on the board is a big changer. Um, Crucial. Derek Huff had two second place votes, and Patches O'Houlihan had one third place vote. So. That completed harsh on Rick Peck and Red to not get a single vote, but hey, we don't support that's... snitches on here, and that's what Red ultimately is. Mm, yeah, good point. Another murderer's row here then was best cameo. Oof. We had the Rex Ryan Hall of Fame. Rex Ryan is up for best cameo, so <laughs> it remains to be seen whether that's going to take the W here. So the nominees we had were Lance Armstrong from Dodgeball. Mike Tyson from The Hangover, Carmen Electra from Scary Movie, Rex Ryan from That's My Boy, Miles Teller from Project X, Bob Barker from Happy Gilmore, and Flash Gordon from Ted. Just before he announced it, there's no way Byron's not given Carmen Electra first place. <laughs> uh, I didn't actually, but I can tell you this is Get the uh, this is the only category where every single participant got at least one vote. Mm, yeah. Oh, wow. nice. So, in third place, when a third place and a second place vote was Flash Gordon. That's fair. In second place was Mike Tyson from The Hangover. And in first place was Lance Armstrong with three first place votes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the best cameo. It is. It's incredible. You can also imagine whenever they have Hall of Fame meetings as well that Lance is going to be out fuming that it's called Rick Rex Ryan and not Lance Armstrong <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, I can't believe, can't you... believe Rex, Rex has surely Sean is out to give it first place Rex Ryan as he was the one who created <laughs> he gave it third the... place. He's the only one that I gave, gave him a vote. I gave him a vote, yeah. He's created the Rex, Ryan, Rex Ryan Hall of Fame and then he's just dropped him at the first opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was with that, if you Google um, Lance Armstrong and uh, Dodgeball, there's a whole herd of people where we said the opposite and said, it actually makes the cameo what happened after. There's all these people saying, well, that's ruined Dodgeball for me. I can't watch it now. What? That Lance Armstrong <laughs> thing after what's happened. Honestly, was... people have written essays on it. It'd it be was different genuinely if... 
voted as my thing I love most about the film now. Yeah. They're going on like he only he only lied about doing a drugs deal. He didn't lie about coming back from cancer and stuff. <laughs> what the yeah. hell? <laughs> Best soundtrack then was next up, and the nominees were American Pie, Project X, The Hangover, Bruce Almighty, Sex Drive, White Chicks, and Harold and Kumar. Uh, only three of them got votes here. And so the order just differed in what came out on top. So in third place, clear top three. Yeah. yeah, the third place was The Hangover. Mm. In second place was American Pie. And Project X came out on top with three first place votes and a second. American Pie had three second place votes and a third. And The Hangover had three third place votes and a first. Mm. Okay. So there Tough you go. category, that. Tough category. Most original was next on the list. And this was another one where the votes were spread out. And so we had Bruce Almighty, The Hangover, American Pie, Project X, Anchorman, Borat, Tropic Thunder, and Shaun of the Dead. I can tell you now, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead's the only one that didn't get a vote. Good. <laughs> we then had three with one point, which was Bruce Almighty, The Hangover, and American Pie. You know, actually sent us all throwing a message saying you put Sean of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad going into that episode because I really didn't like it. And then I felt a bit better afterwards where oh, Keenan's yeah. actively said he'd rather not talk about it because he disliked it that much. <laughs> on, a, on a podcast when we're talking about film, I'm not talking I'm, about this. I mean, in fairness, mate, we did 16 week one matchups and all I've done is talk absolute shite. So I'm sure some people are quite happy to have me quiet for half hour. The silence Keenan. no volumes, in fairness. Yeah. Keenan should have done a Marshall Lynch and just be like, I'm just here, so don't get fined. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if that was Sean, prefer- you owed a podcast a lot of money. Sean, <laughs> there was a kitty. Uh, if I speak, I'm in trouble. Then, third place was Project X. Second place was Borat. And first place was Tropic Thunder with two first place votes and a second. Borat had probably... one first and two seconds and Project X had a third and a second. If Borat was like, if he would have released the film before having it as part of the LEG show, Borat would probably be like the most original comedy I've ever seen. Just flat what? off the bat, but it's because he's yeah. just like, it's like Ron Burgundy where Will Ferrell basically was adapting um, SNL characters and, and stuff and moving them on. What? But if it was just straight out the bat. Mm. Anchorman got one first place vote and then nothing from anyone else. So that's why it's what. so low, but... Did have three points. I did give and up the vote. The <laughs> nice. final one then as best ending, and we had Step Brothers, Superbad, Hangover, Game Night, Scary Movie, Harold and Kumar, and Dumb and Dumber. In third place, we had Scary Movie. In second place was Game Night, and The Hangover came out on top with a second place and two first place votes. So I can, I can confirm to you now, after it happened last week, I realised in suggesting it that last scene standing and best ending did go to the same scene. Yeah. So those are the awards. What we'll do now is we do need to do the voting. So we need to vote for what's going to make our final. I mean, we can we can stay on the line, I'm sure, 
how do you want to do it? Do you want me to, for those doing it on their phone, would you rather I just send you a template and you can type it out or would you rather do it on the spreadsheet? Do you just want to do it live? We could, but I think that as yeah. we've seen before, some people get charmed by certain answers. So <laughs> it's true. If, we do it, if we do it offline, then Blind it creates a bit of suspense. And sometimes for all of our good qualities, we do ramble on a lot of them where we do feel we need to justify them sometimes. So <laughs> do quick fire answers. Here we go then. We've had a brief intermission. The boys have sent me their scorecards and it is time to crown the winner of Movie Madness Season 1. The best comedy movie of our lifetimes. Many have fallen. We've got the scorecards in and the final result here, the score-wise shows just how tough of a final this is. Because once again, we have a tie. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Are you going to go round by round? I would, but it will reveal the winner there. So, oh, yeah. Well, just skip yeah, out don't do those two first. Yeah. Oh, okay. So All start right, so... with like, most quotable and go from snake round. So most quotable was a tie. No, most quotable, sorry, was a win for Superbad. Best quote was a tie. Best moment slash scene was a tie. Jesus. Best side character went to The Hangover. Bigger Impact went to The Hangover. Originality was a tie. MVP went in Superbad's favour. A soundtrack went to The Hangover, ending went to The Hangover, and chemistry went to Superbad. How could it be a tie? Well, because I haven't given you all of the results. Uh, Okay, sorry. So we had a tie for which did we prefer, which meant it came down to rewatchability. With the winner Ivy. being super bad. Super bad. Oh wow. Superbad took it on rewatchability with a three to one score. <laughs> I was the one in that situation. As you, so me often, that. As, as you so often are, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean Superbad has bustled through a gauntlet there, really, to take it. One of them, I think it's like a Triple G Canelo here. You've just got to be happy to see the best fighting the best. But maybe so the often finals fail to deliver as well. Pardon? Yeah. So often finals fail to deliver, but that, they tell no, me that for the ages. No, I was on the ropes uh, just filling it out. So super bad to, to recap. Has taken out Talladega Knights, Sex Drive, American Pie, Anchorman, and The Hangover. And... It came down, I believe, to sudden death against American Pie and The Hangover to get through. Battlers. Character. They don't mind a game seven. They don't mind no, it. I mean, maybe the whitewash of old school was the worst thing that could have happened to The Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> Got complacent. You can't card count in this. We just count scores. Oh, exactly. Numbers don't lie, so, though. No, so 
Superbad does take the cake. I can press finally now to report the winner of the bracket as Superbad. There we go. We've got a beautiful finished bracket there, which I'll put up on the timeline. So Take on your bedroom walls, lads. Hey, I think we all should. That does complete this bracket. As I said, there's no let up. We're going straight in to season two next week. Uh, TK has opted to uh, drop out of this bracket. So, I mean, if the views go up or down, <laughs> they'll tell us a lot. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> don't worry, mate. They don't go up. They don't, they don't go up. <laughs> I, can, I can confirm it. We're doing the best action movie from 1990 to present. So I if you're not think happy that is... your action oh, movie isn't there, then essentially just... we didn't want to watch it. It was what it seems <laughs> or it was before 1990. I mean, I've sent the bracket to a few people. The overriding thing has been there. Uh, can't believe there's no Steven Seagal there. Have a look at his IMDb. Let me tell you, you're lucky to have a 3.6 after have 1990. Yeah, the other and one. As that much someone as people said are telling me, me that's not that's uh, that's not the point of his films. There, Superbad. And uh, well, you can maybe argue Sex Drive in the uh, comedy bracket, but Superbad did bring us a lot of uh, comedy, which was yeah, it's action. You are looking for a bit more of a film than some spinning kicks. So, look, sorry, Jean Claude, if you want to come on the podcast and uh, explain your side. He's too busy welcome. doing cause light adverts, mate. He's got far too. He's doing too much. Probably a good. It's probably a good time to put our disclaimer in now, just to say where it, our apologies that we couldn't find a way to feature Predator or Alien, etc. I know, but just I would have a separate disclaimer and make that loud. Let's make sure we shout that because Pete, I feel like Predator. Every every list you look at, Predator is like the greatest action film ever. We've conveniently well, found a way to just fuck it off. Well, I'll run through the bracket now. Um... TK, I don't know if you want to quickfire give us your favourites of each one and people can start thinking about theirs as we go through for the first round as I, I, I confirm them. I don't know. I don't want to influence you. You won't. Don't worry. I don't want to Sean might have to cover his ears, maybe. As he did say during the knocked up old school one that he was he was there to be bought, basically. <laughs> it felt he like a pitch. Hey, so, so, sometimes that's part of it. For the so, record, as old school one. I charmed him. So, I mean, <laughs> TK, we'll take an explanation because then you right. might charm someone. So, all right. We won. We've got the Dark Knight against the Raid. Dark Knight. Bad Boys 2 against Mad Max. Bad Boys. Never been huge on Mad Max. Gladiator against Point Break. Ooh. Gladiator. The Fugitive against Man on Fire. The Fugitive. Casino Royale against Crank. Nice style clash there. Mm-hmm. Crank. Kingsman against The Born Identity. Born Identity. Deadpool against John Wick. Not a big John Wick fan. So I'm going to Jesus. Get rid of him. Bomb him. That could be, that could be the pick in the first round, you know. I'm done with him. Yeah. Uh, 300 against Taken. Oh, that's, that's a tough. Tick of the first round, Bob. That's unreal. That's a tough matchup. I'll go with Taken. 
Terminator 2 against Dread. Terminator 2. Enemy of the State against Edge of Tomorrow. Enemy of the State, I actually really like that film. I think it gets a bit underappreciated. My mum said the same if you're interested. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout against Training Day. Training Day. Die Hard with a Vengeance against the Equalizer. Christ, that's tough. Die Hard just. I can say I, I'm team the Equalizer over uh, John Wick as well. Um, Inception <laughs> or Never Back Down. What did you say, sorry? Inception or Never Back Down. I have those two, yeah, those two films in the same bracket. That's an odd Well, one's a three market. seed and one's a 30 seed, so... Yeah. I'll go with Inception, but that is a it's a tough style matchup. That that could be yeah. an interesting listen. Face off against Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> you know what? I get some hate, but I'll go with Face Off. Fucking love Face Off, mate. Don't it's, worry. I don't really get the hate. Yes, in it, uh, the Matrix or the Last Boy Scout. The Last Boy Scout as a personal favorite. And finally, speed against Kill Bill 1 to close out the first round. Oh, Jesus. That's brutal. I'm a a Kill Bill fan, so I'll go with it. But that's that's a tough, tough match. I've actually not seen a lot of these, so you'll be getting my first impression on them as we go through. So that is our bracket, the best action movie from 1990 onwards. Um, TK, do you want to uh, say a few words? It's been emotional. I think we've maybe made this a little bit more dramatic than <laughs> this is like when they tell Gareth he's got to give a speech and he doesn't want to do it, but oh get Tim. Tim has to give his little speech on his birthday. It'll probably be more like when Brent keeps turning up at the office or I'll just keep popping in <laughs> for episodes next season. Uh it, hey, look, that's, this has been about five months of our life. This is big. Hey, Super bad is a worthy winner, I'll give him that. You can be um, our Michael Chandler when uh, Sean, no doubt, drops out the day of. <laughs> yeah. My way here, Sean was watching a lot of the last ones on his phone. These are a lot longer, these films. So he's going to have to stay on the bus a bit longer. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Tough. Uh, uh, the dark hey, night was, we won. There were some films where it would be the morning bus, lunch break, and then the afternoon, and then the home bus. There were some when I was watching it while we were doing the pod. <laughs> you know what? That, no, that you would make sense on a lot of things. <laughs> well, well, thank you I, for I tuning in to season one of Movie Madness. Hopefully, you're pleased with the winner. If you're not, take it over yourselves because, hey. <laughs> wasn't all me we'll be back next week with the raid against the dark knight excited for uh keenan to see the raid is uh one thing if anyone wow. chooses um to watch the bracket watch the films alongside the bracket for the episodes make sure you don't watch the english dubbed version of the raid make sure you have the indonesian version with subtitles which does take me to Sean once saying subtitles of one of his favourite film genres. So there's another <laughs> he's once come out with. That is, that, is, that is absolutely not true. I'll, I'll send you the quote. That is true. I remember this, this. Because you absolutely said it. Thanks again for listening. Congratulations to Superbad. We'll have more interviews dropping throughout the weekend in the run up to Christmas. Goodbye. <laughs>